Are you eating? <laughs> no. That sounds like he's eating. <laughs> That's going to show up on the recording. Good, Merry breakfast to each and one of you. <laughs> Oh my god. Thank you for having me on here. I'm very serious. <laughs> Thank you for, for coming back. You know, <laughs> returning champion. <laughs> you know, I, I... Returning champion. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Have you ever had anybody else on this show? Or... Yeah, I had Alex. <laughs> and this I... schmuck. I'm trying. I'm trying. I have a. I have a friend who is a, a bit of a fast food connoisseur. He's going to be doing. He's going to come on and do an in-depth review of the BTS <gasps> McDonald's meal. The ones here are <laughs> trash. So. <laughs> well, this is going to be the authentic Korean uh, McDonald's BTS. Damn. <laughs> so it's going to be cheaper, but slightly more quality. Got it. Possibly, yeah. I'm not sure because I haven't. I don't know anything about what the it is. The egg sandwich is the sensitive one. No, there's no egg sandwich. It's all McNuggets. <laughs> Do they have Isn't it with, like, bad boy chili sauce? sauce and then sensitive sauce? Are you trying to talk about their <laughs> their roles in the group? Is that I don't know how they're going to make a boy band themed McDonald's meal. You know, after a grueling day of training for 14 hours and not being allowed to have sex by my record label i like to kick back with a nice 10 piece mcnugget meal with fries and two different dipping sauces there's five different sauces okay get it together there's more than one it's almost as good as the comfort of a woman <laughs> ah yes mm. eating your feelings pressed meat all right who are we and what are we doing uh welcome everyone to das crit roll at all the world's foremost critical role podcast slash leftist podcast oh no I haven't, I don't think I've done a correct opening for like the past three months. And unless anyone stops me, I'm just going to keep doing well, it. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to stop you. So I'm excited like... to be here on Das Roller Kata Kam. I couldn't even do it. Not even once. Thank you for bringing me out to Das Katamari Damasi. <laughs> to be fair. We rarely know what our title is, so <laughs> it takes a hot second. If people can't tell by the fact that they clicked a link saying the <laughs> name, and they're like, no, they didn't say it in the show. <laughs> like, That's you the think, real you think Only true they're, fans they're... know. We never say the name. That's K-pop is all. It's, it's like when they say the name of the movie in the movie. They're like, hey, they did the thing. But I'm like, why do they need to do that? They so that people to. can clap. I yeah. guess that really was our event horizon. There's only one Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh my gosh. But can we? I mean, we can't. You're a this man of steel too? <laughs> Oh my god. Amazing that you chose a movie that doesn't exist. 
Well, that's news to me. <laughs> now on to sports. <laughs> All right, this this is Das K Papital. I'm Ray. I'm Brittany. I'm having breakfast. My name's Mello. <laughs> I have the stupidest name. I need to think of a like an actual handle. You need a superhero name? Yeah. Protect yeah. your identity. <laughs> well, I'm fucked at this point in time, but um, <laughs> um, but I'll think about that for next time. I think. Man of Steel Two is open. <laughs> I I thought your I thought your uh, alter ego was already lowercase s capital X <laughs> underscore Saikuno Stan underscore capital X lowercase s. Yeah, but it doesn't roll off the tongue as well as you'd think. Um, yeah, it is surprisingly <laughs> difficult to get that. Ah, see, I, you don't speak my Spacian. No, I don't speak in Elon Musk's baby, so. No, no, very different language. Similar roots, similar roots, for sure. <laughs> Alright. Elon Musk would have absolutely been a MySpace guy, but. Elon Musk, <laughs> okay. Can we talk about him someday? Because I hate him. <laughs> and I really need an outlet for it. The bold and brave stance of Elon Musk is a piece of shit. It's, it's new. It's innovative. Nobody's ever said it before. At least not to his face. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be the only one that says it. I don't think Grimes made a very good decision. <laughs> Sarah Bareilles says brave is just playing in the background. <laughs> I think Grimes could have met a better man. There, I said it. But he would have been poor. (laughs) Well, that's probably that means true. But (laughs) you know, I don't know. I have I have I have bones to pick with her too. But we can save that for another day. We have a full we have a full lineup today. Probably. We got some things. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me, Chief, what's on the docket? <laughs> well. <laughs> so before we just devolve into talking about nonsense, let's start off with our new segment that we just started last time. The song sharing thing. Wow. Yeah. That is quite the name. Did not come up with a great name. <laughs> <laughs> names names aren't um, our strong point on this show. Maybe we could workshop it if we ever talked outside of recording. <laughs> Welcome to our next segment, that tune in my head. So what's been playing? Our in only form of communication is me sharing Twitter memes with you guys. It's, <laughs> it's true. And then you sending me like vomiting emojis and then sending me TikToks <laughs> in return, which I also vomited. Well, that's fine. I mean... That's the great thing about our friendship, is that <laughs> it's the glue that holds us together. Um, vomit is. Anyway, um, yeah, we we started that thing. You gave a song last week, which was an Enhypen song. Um, did you follow through and watch all of their music videos? Because you had promised me. I don't actually know how many there are. I think I watched, including... Drunk Dazed. I think I watched a total of like four. Drunk Dazed. Such a good song. Okay. I mean, that's not bad. 
So I don't know. I don't know if I missed any, but that's all that I saw, given a two-second cursory. I'm not going to lie to you. I have no idea how many videos they have. Well, then I'd say I, I think you nailed it. <laughs> this is what quality investigative journalism is, folks. <laughs> That's why people listen. Oh, I've got some investigations. Oh my God. I don't want to know about I've your internet history. Something. It just doesn't. It just doesn't involve you know in hype. Unfortunately, and their stupid name. I still have questions, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fall into that today. I did it last time, and I can't do it again. Um, We're learning. <laughs> so my song, I get to choose the K-pop song today, and Rainier ruined it. <gasps> um, by talking to me about it, uh, I said three words about it. <laughs> it How was I supposed song. to know three words. it was gonna be it? <laughs> well, we had um a lot of actually a lot of like K-pop music has dropped recently. Um, gearing up for summer. Yeah, I I've been I've been checking out quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> it's been pretty crazy uh, what was the one i sent you oh the uh, listen Rubagum. i actually like <laughs> i i'm into it i'm not I'm not into it, it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know my stance on girl groups like it takes it takes quite a bit but that it was a bop it was fun um but that's not my song surprisingly <laughs> my song is by the illustrious girl group stacy uh, <laughs> illustrious with a whole <laughs> single the, the up and coming group Stacy <laughs> um, and they're, they're one of their singles uh, ASAP for Alex's benefit it is spelled stay as in please stay and then the yes. letter C. <laughs> thank you thank you I was seriously looking it up and all I got was Stacy's mom <laughs> 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 and I was like, this seems more Remix. than two, guys. <laughs> they had some hits. No. Stacey's no, this is Stacy. Also kind of red. Oh my god. No. What? Oh, that's it's a, a banger. That's a whole thing. We're not we're not going We're not a that. parody. We're not going podcast, down that road. Alex. We're not a parody we, of a podcast? I'm shocked. We we talk about real issues. Now back to my K pop song. <laughs> 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 Hit me with it. I, I apologize for my unprofessionalism. I mean, that's pretty much all I have to say. Like, just it's reprimand great. me. Got it. Uh, I you did. Didn't say ASAP. the song title yet? ASAP. <laughs> ASAP. <laughs> like ASAP okay. Rocky. Yeah, he didn't hear it. Yes, but what without the Rocky. Minus the dollar just sign. ASAP, and it's um, it's great. It's a fun song. I love the low voices in Stacy or voice I guess I don't really I don't know the members I don't know much about the group I'm just gonna say that right now so I don't offend mm-hmm. anybody uh-huh. but uh-huh. oh no that's cute you're thinking of the best member the best member Jay? being Jay she I think in ASAP she's the one with the pink hair you would like the pink haired one don't <laughs> <laughs> no, you fucking judge me <laughs> I don't need this from you Yes, you do. Who's, I'll judge your life. Who's the tall one? It doesn't matter. They're majestic. I guess I don't know if she's actually tall or if she just looks tall with this picture. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, they all look relatively tall, but like, they're all um, probably like I don't know. I'm going to have to look her up because she's banging. Um, there's an obvious cute one with like, with the... It's Jay. <laughs> with the 
blonde hair. But I do yeah. like I, if she's the low the low voice rapper. <laughs> okay, well, yes. um, so yeah, I enjoy her. She looks great, and I agree. I concur with Alex that she does look like who you would like out of the group. So you have a type. Uh, the music video is great so far it reminds me of kind of like an early 90s grunge myspace like filtered aesthetics uh with a kind of like the setting of like mean girl kind of vibes where they kind of do like the burn book collage kind of doodles and stuff um i do love mean girls you know it's very mall pop of course you do yeah no it's it's you know it's it's a good look so far um it's cute. I will say their their state so bad, so bad. The, was that their other one? I did not like did that. Did not work for it, like nearly as well. Um, no, but like ASAP. Like when I watched it, I was like, "This is pretty good," but it didn't like catch me. And then as the weeks kept going, I was just like, I found myself like going back. Yes, and that's how I kind of knew. I was like, oh no, it's in my subconscious. I listened to it and I was skeptical the first time I listened to it because I was like, mm, because I remembered so bad. I was like, it was not so good. So. Uh, <laughs> I like the girl with so the, uh, like, almost like boxy side part with like the seemingly ever changing uh, highlights. Mm. It starts out as teal and then it flips I know the to yellow oh, and then it flips back to teal yes. again. And I'm like, the yes, yeah. The, the one with like the, the curtain bangs. She kind of reminds me. Um, I don't know why, but it's like the way she moves reminds me of CL a little bit, and I can't tell you why. It could be the hair because CL was always kind of like a little bit more, whatever with stuff. But I just kind of I don't know. I like her. I like her outfit. It's very um. Exactly who I would imagine if you did, like, a modern retelling of Teenage Dirtbag by Wheatus. Oh, sure. Her name is Noelle. <laughs> I thought you would like, I thought you would like, I could have sworn you would have liked the one that has, like, the pink, they look like the pink glasses, pink version of, like, the Squirtle glasses. Oh, absolutely. Except flames at Absolutely. The You're right. You know what? Thanks to this Ooh. podcast, you've changed my life and introduced me to a whole spectrum of very attractive people. <laughs> Wait, who was the girl that was just blonde? <laughs> thank She's you, not blonde Dr. anymore. You oh really gosh. changed my life for the better. <laughs> and thank you so much for having me on your podcast. You're so welcome. I'm playing my I like part. the girl with the wavy hair, I think. Okay. I don't know what she sings like, but I just I just like her That's aesthetic. Which I probably just like her stylist, <laughs> to be quite honest, but <laughs> At this point, in this at this point in your career, like that's just, <laughs> whatever. When they're this early, you're just you're you're choosing favorites based it's, on. It's, I know nothing Pokemon. about these girls. You know, I'm just like I don't know. But you seem like the one for me. Let's go, Bulbasaur. My my one and only criteria is oh, look, look at, at that them. Bulbasaur smile? smile. Yes, well, not like do they smile, but like when they smile. Oh my gosh! How do I feel about it? And then I immediately glom on it. <laughs> All right. Well, hmm. so What's that's the my song. Wistfulness. Yes, you're my favorite now. Oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> what is it? What is the non-K-pop song that you would like to share with everyone today? Uh, well, <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Rain. Again? Bleep it out. 
I can't. <sighs> Gotta get the bleep sound effect off of YouTube again. Sorry. All right. I can't help Can it. Can I you... share a song? <laughs> yes, after I say this. After. You told me <laughs> about you your, your name. name don't like <laughs> You told me about being called that on the pop podcast. Like, we started and you're like, I'm Rain. And I was like, you're who? And then I was like, okay, got to call him that from now on. So. <laughs> and then she never did. And I didn't, is the thing. It was just, it's just been a case of me having to censor you out over and over. You know what? If you don't keep your act up, we will we'll call you by XX underscore by Kuno fan XX. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I'll answer to it. <laughs> I'll tell everyone about your LinkedIn page. <laughs> Please don't. It's bad. <laughs> the link tree is fine. The LinkedIn, just a mess. I don't even know what's on there anymore. Oh, oh that's it's unfortunate. so sad. <laughs> oh, no. I need See, to like, log in. I bypassed that. this problem by never having one. <laughs> that's smart. I don't know why I had one in the first place. Uh,. Because you wanted to pull a little dicky and say, I'm professional, homie, I'm professional. <laughs> oh, never, never quote little Get out of here with that. Together. I know, I felt whiter by the second. <laughs> Just, you take that shit, you take that shit down the road to come town where it belongs. In my defense, I've never watched his show out of spite. He has a show? Yes, it's called Dave. <laughs> and it's dumb. Oh, no. I haven't uh, watched it. You don't need to. No. I'm good. Ew. No, thank you. Um, I can be like the Dane Cook of skits. Dear Mellow, is that your name? Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're going to have to bleep out the times that I didn't call him that. Uh, Rain. <laughs> um, no, I refuse oh. to. Alex, Alex, that Alex, was a Alex, Alex. Alex. His thank name you. is Alex. <laughs> this is our different <laughs> guest, Mellow. That was a separate guest on an episode that I lost the recording. <laughs> I forgot about that. My good friend Alex will be most disappointed. <laughs> anyway, is your song... 30 minutes of National hey, Treasure 2. The National Treasure 2 episode? He was so excited about that. <laughs> um, I got to hear all about it. <laughs> That's, thank you. You know what? That's still a legacy. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you, XX Saikuno fan XX. <laughs> I, tr- I changed my mind. I don't like it. <laughs> All I was. Uh, I don't even know. Like, do you, do you no. Like <laughs> I don't like oh, it. He's a, he's a dear, close friend of your favorite. Deep voiced rap oh. artist, Corpse Tons. <laughs> Do you like uh, slightly uh, twinkish Asian men that say, I don't get girls? <laughs> and then instinctively cover their mouth when they laugh because <laughs> they're too shy? I, I didn't. <laughs> All right. I, she's been I didn't. She's been <laughs> I didn't like that little bit, but like the rest of it was fine, except for the whole girls thing. No, That's people are like, it. he gets girls. And he's like, oh, no, guys, I don't get girls. He gets girls. But it's a secret. It's bad for his image of being adorable. 
Alright, who's up next? Oh, that's music? me. Just, just give me some music to talk about. <laughs> this is uh, a non-K-pop song. Uh, this is our diversity hire. Um, so, this song is from ASAP Rock's new album, Field Guide to the Spirit World. The specific track is roughly about two-thirds down the album. It's called Kotakushi. Kotakushi is a Japanese term. It means... Uh, place of a lonely death um, in modern times. It's usually typified of uh, dying alone in one's apartment to be eaten by cats. Oh. And, and the... <laughs> Didn't he have a different song about uh, that? About yes, the but Kodakushi has been an absolute banger. Very great. ASAP Brock really is enjoying his uh, just verbose variety in there. He loves to pack as much his lyricism is overwhelming and i've been able to listen to that song on repeat for a month because i'm neurodivergent and i still don't know the whole song (laughs) it's been amazing let me tell you it's just fantastic i don't even hate the song yet it's great i don't even hate the song oh i'm um i'm happy for you i support you in this <laughs> endeavor. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. No, there was a, there was a spark where um, the lyrics that really just caught me the first time. Uh, oh, potpourri of confusing powers all mashed together and shooting out where intel gleamed from the Prince of Dark, a scarecrow every ten of his thin yards. When a spirit vessel considered living apart, it's official. I ain't sign up for the mission to LARP, but Call of Duty stay all-consuming, even if y'all see him in a dollar movie. Ah, that was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just kind of flew through um, me. I didn't really territorial catch organisms, everything. each glorifying our poor decisions. I'm forced you to forecast swarming insects who eat all the corn, like war is business. And that was the part I was like, yes, I need to listen to this entire song over and over again. <laughs> I must now learn <sighs> everything. But the rest of the album is also quite good. I'm at the gate, Dog at the Door, Button Masher, all very good songs. Please check them out. I'm intrigued. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My job here is done. I, I, I've been meaning to check out the new one because I do music stuff. I make music lists <laughs> <laughs> compulsively. Oh, so I uh, wanted to check out hey, the new album. Uh, XX Hikuno fan XX, do you like frogs? <laughs> <laughs> um, in... Oh my god, it's you're not going to send that song to her. I don't. No, I don't. I don't like frogs. You don't like frogs? All right. The song Long Legged Larry is not for you. <laughs> also by Ace Frog, and it's about a bullfrog that jumps really high. <laughs> I did have a bullfrog at one point in time in my life, but I could not feed it because I did not want to touch bugs. So my mom had to feed it. <laughs> that sounds like your mom had a bullfrog. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, she did. So. so no, I don't really like frogs. Oh, well, then, uh, I recommend sticking to the field guide. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> okay. Um, Rain, as is your name. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> My definitely real... And then I thought the rain, name. and I'm believer, I couldn't leave her if I tried. <laughs> oh, damn it. I thought that was a vape, but it was just a... It was just 
Why the saddest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> I thought it was a thing. <laughs> it was just an erase. Every part of that is sad. Every single part of that is sad. <laughs> you say dad or sad? Well, I do drawing I said in sad. this room. Oh, that's upsetting. <laughs> I can't help it. I do. I do. I do drawing in this room, and I just, <laughs> and I vape a lot in this room. So it could have gone either way. Anyway, what's Thanks your for coming to <laughs> what's, what's your that song? Tune? So, as is my want, I couldn't decide. <laughs> so I decided to go two routes because I am of a very split Are mind about things. Yes. On one hand, no. On one hand, I really love like pop music and mainstream music and things that, you know, people enjoy. And on the other <laughs> hand, I love weird shit <laughs> and oh just God. noise. <laughs> Is it going to be like that one album, the really sad one, the dementia one? No, although I do highly recommend no, the for my weird one, I chose uh, an album that just came out, I believe, yesterday. The song is called Slow by Black mm. Midi. And they're kind of like math rock. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say to me? Math rock, yeah. you know. Like. Rock, but with more math I ha- hate <laughs> everything you just said. I can't believe, I can't. That you would dare to tell me to listen to something that's like math? <laughs> if by math rock all I'm saying is all their time signatures it's like are really weird. Okay. So it's not going to be like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. It's going to be like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Love that. Weird. But the video is animated and it is fucking wild. So it is. An insane trip. What is the name of the band? Black Midi. Midi? Oh. Like a Midi dress. No, like a Midi file. Well, it's also like a dress. (laughs) 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 You say so. I'm going to trust on that. So that is one. It's, It's very kind of jazz rock, noise rock, math rock. The lyrics are almost incomprehensible. Oh, they're from London. Get it. Um, But it's super fun super weird it feels like you're on an acid trip going bad which is what i love to go through (laughs) when i listen to music we all love it we all love it my second one for to be more normal because that's what i'm told is expected of me (laughs) in polite society okay is is the song it's the song woman (gasps) by little sims wait by who Little Sims. Okay. There's another song, Woman, that I've been into lately, but it's not by Little Sims. But I do like that song. It's on my it is a g- playlist. It's a great song. It's good. Yeah. She is a British rapper. Her lyricism, fucking great. Her flow and delivery, fantastic. <laughs> uh, her her last album, uh, Grey Area, was one of my favorites. Really? <laughs> Although there was one song, my favorite song on the album is called Boss. <laughs> uh, but the first, the first maybe 20 lines of that song, uh, all the lines just end with her rhyming the N-word with the N-word. Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. Yes. <laughs> and it, 
Yeah. It's fantastic. I have taken <laughs> uh, so the injury reserve <laughs> method of replacing any of those words that are not within my lane to say and replace them with a neighbor. <laughs> and that makes singing okay. those songs a lot easier. But I get a lot of double takes. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't... <laughs> It's a little too close for comfort. I, that's the thing. Like, you can be, like, jamming out, but if I look over at you, I can hear your music in your car, and I can't hear you, but I can see your mouth, and you go neighbor instead of, I just, I don't know, man. I'm going to feel a certain way. Hey, you know what? I still consider that a win because I've been to karaoke, and there's been some tasty mofos that have been, like, going at it, and I'm like, ow. I'll still say neighbor on a microphone in a room for the <laughs> drunk people. Hard R. Going hard R. <laughs> hard, hard R. No, um, not yet. Thankfully, with their whole not chest. Yet. Oh, and I guess just to cheat even more, bonus shout out to Japanese breakfast song, uh, Posing in Bondage, which has honestly just been on repeat for me. I feel like you're cheating. Like, I feel like I did the assignment. <laughs> I really worked hard to pare it down to one song, <laughs> both last week and this week, um, especially because you sprung it on me last week, and then you come with three songs? Three? Mm, I listen right, to a lot guys. of music. I've I been slacking. I can't help you it. You made the rules. <laughs> What's the one rule of I of made Das Katamari Damasi? I choose to. <laughs> there is no name. <laughs> there is no rule. And fuck Elon Musk. <laughs> Fine. I'm just going to make a playlist for next time and just play Perfect. that Absolutely. on the podcast. I don't care how many strikes we get. <laughs> I don't think we get strikes because I don't think we get any money for Wait, this. Wait, you're getting money for this? <laughs> Honestly, I, I was like, I, I considered for a long time just like playing out every episode with like a random K-pop yeah. song. But rather than it being an issue of copyright, I was just too lazy. <laughs> That seems on brand for us. So a song that I've been really a big fan of recently is the song Alex. that was from my past. We're breaking, we're breaking it. We're breaking it. We're destroying this. It's called Red Peters. It's called the closing song off his album from 12 years ago, Old Blue Balls in the back. Now the main refrain of the song is, get the fuck out. That's yeah. beautiful. Everything you just said bounced off my brain like... <laughs> Like, it wasn't even in I, I just heard Get the Fuck Out, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. It's Red Peters, Get the Fuck Out. It's like, it's that time again. You've got to go home. Get the fuck out of here. Finish up your beer. What? Oh, finish yeah. up your beer. So Get long, not I'll Get the fuck out. And, uh, yeah. It's good to be back in the restaurant business. Man, sparkling water just is garbage. No, it is not. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> With that, let's move on to our next segment. Uh, do we have any actual K-pop related content to talk about today? We do. I have something. For the love of God. <laughs> I mean, it's it's less K-pop and more K-hip. It, it's 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 J-Park. We're talking about J-Park. It's fine. We <laughs> The overlap is it, it's, it's fine. fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. Okay. So, Jay Park has steady been making music throughout the um, Ponderosa, and he recently, <laughs> he recently put out a song called Mukbang, 
Um, and there's a couple people on it, including Lil Cherry, who if <clears throat> if you haven't had a chance to look her up, just take a gander at some of her music. Um, and then <laughs> we can discuss her at a later date. Um, and then a guy named, and I believe it's pronounced Gold Buddha. It's with two U's. This is the remix. Yes, this is the the mukbang remix. So, um, people were upset about this. First of all, first of all, let me tell you. Let, let me just read some of the lyrics for you. This is gonna go so well. <laughs> oh yeah. This is not Jay Park. This is Gold Buddha. Um. And it's the pre... Gold Buddha. <laughs> Buddha. Nirvana remake. It's the pre-hook. Enlighten. <laughs> um, rinsing on my meat. Saucing on my meat. <laughs> cooking on my meat. We just bounce out to the heat. Yeah, this 10K for my bills. <laughs> Plead the fifth. We seal the deal. Jockin' to your grind, these haters, we just copped them all the meals. So, that's... <laughs> um, then it goes into what they call the hook um, by <laughs> Will Cherry. Um, and I... The alleged Mudda, 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 mukbang. <clears throat> and it's just that <laughs> four times. Um, yes. <laughs> And then the art of hip hop is not dead. <laughs> Lil Cherry is all over TikTok right now with with this little bit she has, and it's the refrain. Again, that is in heavy quotes. Um, Can you repeat the refrain for me? <laughs> yeah, um, y'all trying, y'all trying to, y'all trying to, y'all trying to eat, 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 eat. I'm trying to feast, 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 and then she just says that again. <laughs> but like from what I've heard, like a little bit off tempo, <laughs> like a little. She's not. She's not quite hitting. She's chasing the beat a little bit. <laughs> um. <laughs> so to to be fair, Jay Park is like the best part of this song, um, <laughs> in terms of lyricism. But rhythm, um, <laughs> musical ability. But here's Jay Parks. You can say he's the redeeming factor in all this. <laughs> a little. Oh, actually, no, I lied. Dumbfounded. Dumbfounded is also on this track, and he he Ooh. does a good job. You should have started um, with that. Repeaked my interest. I love <laughs> and, that guy. <laughs> and BB, BB is also on the track, so she's great. Oh. Um. She is almost never not putting out music. It's true. She's always doing something with somebody. Like, I don't know. She's crazy. You know, working hard. When you were talking about the lyrics, I was worried that it was going to be vulgar, something along the lines of like something really puerile about talking about their dick, like Little Dicky, or something like really aggressive and like a little out of pocket with like the lyrics of like like Little Darky. Um, mm. And then when you described it, I was like, ah, yes, this is Taylor Swift's bad blood, but the redeeming quality <laughs> is Kendrick Lamar, who just did a line, a couple lines from old songs. <laughs> He didn't want to give them anything new. Here's the thing. I How much effort do you expect Kendrick Lamar to put into a feature on a That was amazing <laughs> though. I I still respect him for that. He's like, yeah, skip that. When bag. I 
when I found out that he was doing it, I was like, Kendrick, <laughs> are you serious? And then I heard it. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I, <laughs> I got you. Oh, he's putting he's putting nothing. <laughs> <in> this. <laughs> this is for the culture. I love it. <laughs> um. Okay, but here's here's where we get into the 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 really issue the nitty gritty the, the issue this is the problem <gasps> jay park has the first verse um and it starts off like any jay park so jay park a young god making calls like umpire i'm about to eat feast smorgasbord running the shit from floor <laughs> to floor grabbing a fork like oh my god look like you've seen a holy ghost jaw drop i can never fall off worship (laughs) this is the problematic part he says worship me like Allah get it done like Walla (laughs) (laughs) who's Walla (laughs) yeah well (laughs) yeah see where you might have run into an issue so then people (laughs) many people were like calling him out because it was not good. It wasn't good. What does Walla um, mean by in Islam? I swear by God. <laughs> Got it. Y- yeah. So, <laughs> so a lot of people were 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 very, very offended. Specifically Muslim fans were very offended. Um, so he, he he tweeted out an apology. Um, well, <laughs> His company he tweeted, tweeted out, this. out an apology. No, it was him because he is his company, so it's just him. But he said, lyrics were never meant to be offensive and disrespectful. For anyone who took it that way, I apologize. To me, it's just lyrics. <laughs> to some, it's more serious. I'm sorry you were offended. Yep, he really did that. He ended that Classic. with a uh, simple as that. No, Jay. Simple as. Jay Bum. No. <laughs> It is not simple as that. Um, so then he. That gets worse. <laughs> I'm sure that made the whole thing get swept under the rug. It's fine. Everybody nothing forgave going on. him. We all held hands. It was a great moment. Just, they finished the song. <laughs> it was great. Um, so. Just tell me that Al Nusra Front declared war on Jay Park. I'm ready. <laughs> I just let's just do it. <laughs> he he did, he did delete that tweet. Um, this just in: we are bringing back Abu Sayyaf, <laughs> but its sole enemy is now Jay, Jay Park. Park. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, hold on, wait a minute, girl. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> he was like. He made another a, a, apology. Um, <laughs> was it as just as bad as the first one? It wasn't great. It's a little bit longer. Let me there was let a me just read it for you. That denial. <laughs> it, it, it was on um, a notes screenshot, so that's ooh yes, good <laughs> draft of draft. Yes. We love it. Where did that come from? Who started it? Taylor Swift, probably. I don't know. Is that Drake? Oh my gosh, it might have been. It might have been Drake. I feel like that's, that's, a, that's a Drake-ass move. So we did it. He said, in a song called Mukbang Remix, and then he put a period. There's a lot of, like, grammatical issues here, which I will skip over, but also I feel like if you're making a formal apology, 
maybe take a couple seconds to go through and make sure that it's more readable. Anyway, um, I used a line. Maybe get Clippy involved. Maybe. <laughs> Clippy. Aww. He seemed to say something insensitive he tried so and hard. almost got into a religious slur. Are you sure you want to post that? <laughs> but, Let's fix that for you. So many people need that. <laughs> we need Clippy for our politicians. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, he said, I used the line, worship me like Allah, which a lot of people took offense to. Shocking. At first, I didn't see the problem. But as I read the comments parentheses, not the hateful ones, but the ones who are actually trying to educate on why it's offensive, in parentheses, I see that I used a word some are willing to die behind in my lyrics, and it's not my place to use something that means so much to the Muslim people in my rap lyrics freely. I apologize to the all my Muslim fans. The intent was (laughs) never to disrespect or offend, and I will be more mindful going forth. I love and respect everybody from all different cultures, ethnicities, and religions. Um, the the praying hands, which I guess isn't praying hands, but the praying hands emoji and the heart emoji. I thought that was the clap hand emoji. Is it a clap? Is it like know. a high five? I, I don't know what idea. it is. I have no idea. And then in <laughs> caps, love, and then in, not in caps, peace in caps. So, um... So he put that out, and a lot of people liked it, but what some of the top comments are uh, one that says, <laughs> if you're not Muslim, this is not your apology to accept. And also, for future notice, people took offense to my rap is not the same as I offended people with my rap, which is a valid point. Um, and then they went on to say, are you going to edit it or take it down? Or do you think an apology is going to fix everything? So... <laughs> Are you going to continue to make money off this fuck mm-hmm. up? <laughs> um, and let me do a quick check and see if it's still... I think maybe he took it. It's not on Spotify that I can find. So let's see if it's still on YouTube. <laughs> like his. His. Because, I mean, I'm sure it's somewhere on YouTube. But, yeah. yeah. But I would, like, you should take a listen. <laughs> Mostly just to Little Cherry's part. Maybe I'll just send you guys the TikTok that I saw about it. <laughs> oh, I knew this would happen. <laughs> you know, XXX, you know, fan XX, I think you raised a valid point, but I don't know if I want to, like, give Jay Park money while he still hasn't, like, addressed the wrongs he's done to his Muslim fans? No, I absolutely don't want uh, you to listen to his version. I want you to listen to a pirated okay. version. Oh, God. oh, okay. Ethical okay. piracy. <laughs> there, we're we're pirating on the, mini, the means of sound production. There still is one up. Oh, is it technically Lil Cherry's song? I thought it was Jay Park's song. Oh, this raises a whole new question. Okay. So Lil Cherry still has it up. <clears throat> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I mean, this was been up since December of last year. Oh, man. They've had time. Yeah. So there's only, <laughs> there's 598 likes and 26,000 dislikes of the song. So. 
The remix Where? has 46,000, over 46,000 plays. Well, if it's under Little Cherry, then I, I'm not sure that Jay Park has much power to actually do anything about it. That's, that's true. Other than apologize. I think everybody just assumed it was his song because why would he do a song with Little Cherry? <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was that was frustrating to hear. Not surprising, but frustrating. Mm-hmm. And we will be talking about Jay Park in a separate segment. Oh, I'm sure we will. <laughs> <laughs> this but... is the last you've heard of Jay Park. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. No, no, our number one enemy was and remains Eric Nam. Eric Eric Nam? Wait, why Eric don't we Nam. like Eric Nam? Eric Nam, enemy number one. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just because he's, he's cringy? Some spades in my deck of cards. <laughs> but he's so cute. Because he runs a rival K-pop podcast. I have to take him down. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh yeah, well, we're we're really fighting tooth and nail against absolutely against Eric Nam. Okay, you know what? I think I've got some gray day hot off the press, less than twenty four hours old, <laughs> new K pop related news. You've been scraping blow this some... Eric Nam out of the water. <laughs> Would you like to hear it? Breaking I... story: We go to our Asian correspondent, <laughs> Melo Yenis. <laughs> Thank you, Rain, from Sports. <laughs> In recent news, with the BTS combo meal from McDonald's, an American has found a McNugget that's shaped exactly like a crewmate from Among Us. <laughs> this fabulous thing, comparable to finding Jesus on toast, is being sold on eBay right now for more than $1,000. $1,368. Damn. Uh, no, I stand corrected. It's risen $1,396. But don't worry. The price has been reduced already because someone said shipping was too high. <laughs> um, as of 15 hours ago, it has 130 watchers and more than 500 FUs per hour. <laughs> Turns out, Among Us isn't dead, and BTS has a strong <laughs> fan base. Um, I was not sure now back I to sports. Even, Thank you, Rain. I don't know what I was expecting out of that story. <laughs> I have a question. <laughs> I mean, I feel yes. like I feel like all Nuggets kind of look like Among Us characters. Like, I was really thinking when he was saying "shaped like my brain." was like searching forward in time and I could have sworn he was about to say Jungkook. <laughs> well, listen, that's what I was assuming too, that it was going to be one of the members. I was like, I mean, okay, gotcha. It's a Jungkook nope. McNugget. <laughs> nope, it's a, it's a sus McNugget. <laughs> okay. Well, well, at least um, we have an episode title. <laughs> sus McNugget. <laughs> oh, it's kind of cute. Take that, Eric Mom. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably steal that. You don't have the kind of dedicated journalists we have over here. <laughs> you just have access and resources and the ability to just have any K-pop star just show up on your fucking studio so you can interview them. 
Yeah. Also, we're here you doing like the work. <laughs> you you might like prepare for your podcasts and do <laughs> things, but like look at us. <laughs> get what we're doing here. We're making in the studio. You, you can't replicate this. <laughs> but XX Tycoon fans, you can't look at us. We're audio. <laughs> Alex, I mean Mello. <laughs> <laughs> Superhero names only. <laughs> you don't actually just like have a picture open. Every time I listen to K-pop Taebak with Eric Nam, I'm just staring at a picture of Eric Nam on my phone, imagining him talking to me. Uh, that would be so soothing, though. I feel like Eric Nam would be like a very, like a very comforting person to talk to. I don't know. Last time I listened, he's talking about getting scammed online. Well, yeah, it's not necessarily his content. <laughs> Just, just his tone of voice, really. That's, that's fair. His voice very soothing. Yeah. Everything else. Hmm. <laughs> he's cute. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, does, does does anybody else have K-pop news they would like to share with the class? No, but. <laughs> Since we were just speaking of angry Muslims. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Great. We gotta talk. Is this gonna be used against me? We gotta talk a little bit about Palestine. Oh, Oh my gosh, okay. It's tragic. So, I don't really need to rehash, like, it's it's fairly been well covered in the news. Not mm. well covered as in covered well, but like but thorough. widespread. Right. You know, all the things with Al-Aqsa Mosque and the uh, displacements, the blowing up of the AP, uh, the AP building, yeah. which has, you know, led to some celebrities deciding to voice their support for Palestine fascinating change to just a few years ago when they were doing literal fundraising for the IDF at a dinner party. <laughs> mm-hmm. In particular, three young ladies, <laughs> young young ingenues, people I'm unfamiliar with because I'm an old man, named Ooh. Bella Hadid, <laughs> Gigi Hadid, and Dua Lipa. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Among many others. Wait, are you're telling me the two model daughters of Yolanda Hadid from Real Housewives of Orange County? Your favorite show? Yes. <laughs> yes, those two. It's a grave sin, I know. <laughs> Along with noted Albanian supremacist Dua Lipa. <laughs> I'm learning so much. <laughs> are are you are you telling me that a lady who grew up on a by grew up I mean managed to get a job of relevance in Real Housewives is pro Palestinian or are they pro Israel? No, they came out in support of Palestine. Oh thank God. So, so all of this led to a organization known as the World Values Network. Okay. 
That's the whitest shit I've ever taking heard. Taking out a full-page advertisement in the New York Times. Okay. On the top, it has the pictures of the three women's heads next to a picture of what looks like uh, a long exposure shot of a bunch of shells going into Palestine and or out of Palestine. It's hard oh, to tell from the still Lord. In or around Palestine. In the vicinity, to or from. <laughs> And the headline just reads, Bella, Gigi, and Dua, comma, Hamas calls for a second holocaust. All caps, CONDEMN THEM NOW! Oh, no. (laughs) Next. You know what? The World Values Committee is doing exactly what I thought they would do. Next to it, there is a pull quote. And it says, and I quote, the day of judgment will not come until the Muslims fight the Jews and kill them. Then the Jews will hide behind rocks and trees, and the rocks and trees will cry out, Oh, Muslim, there is a Jew hiding behind me. Come and kill him. <laughs> and this, this is 2021. <laughs> this quote is attributed to Article 7 of the Hamas Charter. Now, I have the Hamas charter pulled up here. <laughs> Article 7 actually reads, quote, Palestine is the heart of the Arab and Islamic Umayyah and enjoys special status. Within Palestine, there exists Jerusalem, whose precincts are blessed by Allah. Palestine is the Holy Land, which Allah has blessed for humanity. It is the Muslim's first Qibla and the destination of the journey performed at night by Muhammad, peace be upon him. It is the location where he ascended to the upper heavens. It is the birthplace of Jesus Christ, peace be upon him. Its soil contains the remains of thousands of prophets, companions, and mujahideen. It is the land of people who are determined to defend the truth, with Jerusalem and its surroundings, who are not deterred or intimidated by those who oppose them, and by those who betray them, and they will continue their mission until the promise of Allah is fulfilled. Hmm. You might notice... A distinct <laughs> lack of uh, killing the Jews. <laughs> I did know there was a little so bit of what a difference. Values does the World Values Committee really hold? About a hundred percent less narking trees being like, "There's a Jew behind me." <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, did, I I did. God, think. now I just imagine a very confused Lorax holding a gun. Oh. Wait, what? what? <laughs> it's a Lorax, but he's just a mujahideen. <laughs> Do this to the Lorax. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Lorax. I cannot speak for the trees. Okay. But I do apologize to them. <laughs> I'm sorry that the World Values Community just besmirched the reputation. I've never been ratted out by a tree. So you might be wondering who is the World Values <laughs> Who is the World Values Committee? Well, yeah. it's largely run by one man. And that man is one Rabbi Ew. Jacob Shmuley Boteach. Ah! <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. I Are you sure he's a rabbi? Boteach. Boteach. Shmuley Boteach. <clears throat> I think. This sounds like a fake I name. I know that name. Where was he from, Rain? Well, <laughs> you see, he's been called the most famous rabbi in America by the Washington Post. Oh, no. And he was a host of. On one of TLC's <laughs> highest-rated shows, Shalom in the Home. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that sounds a little too highbrow for me. 
He's also made guest appearances on The Oprah Winfrey Show, Dr. Phil, Larry King Live, Dateline, The Today Show, The Howard Stern Show, The View, The O'Reilly Factor, and The Dr. Oz Show. Oh my god. Dr. Oz. I've immediately lost respect for him. You didn't lose respect when he was on Dr. (laughs) Phil or Oprah or Howard Stern or the O'Reilly Factor. I don't know really anything about those people. I don't know who Bill O'Reilly is. (laughs) Uh, Doesn't he own an auto parts store? (laughs) Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Auto parts. God damn. See, I know things. (laughs) Okay. So so this... (laughs) Shmuley, Shmuley, Shmuley. He owns. He He runs. Anyway, values committee. Ghoulie Shmuley is out to get other Jews. Strange. So, I wanna. I wanna just quick run run through his a uh, some some real hits. He's he's a prolific writer. He loves to write. Great. Here are some of his books. And tell me, because I'm going to go in chronological order. Tell me if you can see a pattern, bro. Okay. Did you say a theme? Yes. Okay, here we go. Ready? 1999. Kosher sex, a recipe for passion and intimacy. 2002. Kosher adultery, seduce and sin with your spouse. (laughs) That's not how adultery works. Specifically, not your spouse. <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. 2006. Ten conversations you need to have with your children. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 2008. The broken American male and how to fix him. Oh. <laughs> a, a play in four parts. 2009. The Kosher Sutra, Eight oh Sacred Secrets for Reigniting Desire and Restoring Passion for Life. <laughs> Break up sex. Also 2009, The Michael Jackson Tapes. A tragic icon reveals his soul in intimate conversation. What? It's a little late for that. He, 2000... he wrote that? <laughs> he wrote that, yeah. All right. He's like a really close friend of Michael Jackson's. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that. Oh, God. Okay. 2012. <clears throat> Kosher Jesus. Uh. <laughs> no subtitle given. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> 2014. Kosher lust. Love is not the answer. <laughs> oh, my God. This man has deep-seated sexual problems. <laughs> And refuses to admit it. 2019. The fed up man of faith. Challenging God in the face of suffering and tragedy. (laughs) I fucked around and I found out. A saga. And 2021. Holocaust holiday. One family's descent into genocide memory hell. What? Wait. Okay. You sound like you're having a stroke. Could you repeat that? (laughs) Holocaust holiday. One family's descent into genocide memory hell. I have... A, okay. Okay. Here's the thing. He can't name his books like Mary-Kate and Ashley movies. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Holocaust Holiday? Holocaust Mary Holiday. Mary-Kate and Ashley. The worst <laughs> sequel to New York Minute I've ever seen. <laughs> 
Mary Kate and Ashley's kosher adultery. <laughs> the real parent trap begins. <laughs> What's wrong with him? <laughs> uh, it sounds like he wants to give as many people his kielbasa sausage as possible. So, <laughs> before I do that, I just want to, I just want to bring up this one bit. Um, <laughs> Wait, there's more. <laughs> um, <laughs> this man is a madman. Why would they let him on any show? <laughs> So first, Seriously, I wanna... <laughs> his first four books was literally like, I want to have sex. I'm going to have adultery. Well, how do I tell the kids that we're splitting up? And broken man in America. And I'm like, yes, the aftermath. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm about to get a little deeper into that because I felt like no. I, needed some, I needed something. Oh my God. It was All pretty right. obvious that he was just going through a divorce. So after his book, Kosher Sex, came out, the Washington Post Sorry. referred to him as Dr. Ruth with a yarmulke. <laughs> no, Dr. Ruth was so much better than him. With a yarmulke. His philosophy is that, quote, passionate lovemaking leads to intimacy and is the foundation of a good relationship. He opined, quote, only sex has the capacity to bring in its wake an overwhelming tidal wave of positive emotion, which makes us feel intensely good about each other, which conversation can't do, which friendship can't do, which shared experiences can't do. Oh, God, he raised a child. Oh, uh, he is also of the view that while one does not have to be religious to love sex, it helps. <laughs> <laughs> and while you know, one does not have to be married to have great sex, spice. it helps. <laughs> he opined, and I quote, Couples should have the dirtiest sex where they can't control themselves, where the beast within is awakened. That's what the oh passion is all God. about. In order to have that, you need a modest exterior. That is eroticism. <laughs> Okay, but Loki, when you said the passion, I, I was thinking like the passion of the Christ, and I was like, that is not what that movie was about. I think you need to. Oh god, damn it! Now I'm just thinking of like a very bloody Jesus doing the dance. Like she's at, she's not with him tonight. She's at the gym tonight. R.I.P. Did he write an entire book just to say I want a lady in the streets, but a freak in the bed? Like yeah. That was that, done. That was... I just did that in like two lines. <laughs> sir, sir, it's about word count. You can't write a book like that. So, so oh, he's also. <laughs> oh yeah, go go go. He's he's writing these books. Okay, I have a question. Was he was was he married at this time? I believe he still is. He still is. Okay, I and think so. so. His books definitely gave a signal that he was getting a divorce. Okay, but you you had to be religious to really get it. <laughs> like it's fine if you're not, but like if you're religious, it's it's better to believe to be adulterous. Sex so much better. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Guilt is the spice of life. Understood. That's Got why it. that's been my problem this entire time. You know, I'm just not religious, and I don't feel guilt. Uh, so the last line in the paragraph just says he is also of the view that we should restrain refrain from sex before marriage because it's bad sex <laughs> not because of the moral implications but just because Wait. it's bad they're telling me that i've never had good sex they've lied to me all this time <laughs> okay
Um, wow. So he does. He does seem like this seems like a natural trajectory to being the head of the World Values Committee. <clears throat> so in in addition to having all these views about sex and circumcision and pornography, he did write an op-ed with Pamela Anderson about pornography in 2016. Well, of course he did. <laughs> He's like, Pamela, addition, thank you for dressing so modestly. In addition to all that, he is also an avid supporter of Israel. Particularly, he thought that the Obama administration was very bullying towards Israel. <laughs> He and thought that, the Obama administration was yeah. bullying towards Israel? And he okay. was highly supportive of President Trump's policies towards Israel, calling him the most pro-Israel president in history. Now, I'm not sure oh, that's not a good I look. agree with that, but it's, he's, he's definitely not off in that he was very pro-Israel. Well, that's true. <laughs> so, so, so anyway, back to, back to this, back to this full-page op-ed. <laughs> I'm still just laying the groundwork. I'm still just laying the groundwork. So it starts (laughs) off. On October 27th, 1967, right after the Six-Day War, Dr. Martin Luther King, the greatest American of the 20th century, was having dinner at Harvard when one of the students criticized Israel. King grew angry, saying, Don't talk like that. According to Professor (laughs) Seymour Martin Lipset and others present, he continued, When people criticize Zionism, they mean Jews. You're talking anti-Semitism. <laughs> You're talking anti-Semitism. Okay. Oh, yes. False equivalence. Got that it. seems and Because great. no culture is immune from uh, war crimes. And this led me to some curiosity. Because we are very familiar, being savvy people, yes. in a lot of instances of people using the words of famous dead people in particular in modern times, Martin Luther King Jr., mm-hmm. to say whatever the fuck they want to say. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I read this... What's going on in this quote? What the fuck's happening in this quote? Okay. And boy, did that take me places. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't like any of them. So what's going on in the quote? So first... Uh, we need to talk about this this uh, supposed dinner at Cambridge, Massachusetts. Okay. This this quote has been around, been bandied about since maybe the early 2000s. Mm. It's hard to figure out what's happening here because, frankly, <laughs> there's a lot of contradictory things being said. Yeah. This quote was stated by... Um, some some f- people of fairly high repute who were friends with uh, Martin Luther King Jr. The guy he's talking about, <laughs> Seymour Lipset, is he's like a he's a pretty influential sociologist, <laughs> and <laughs> so a lot of people have had questions about what like where did Martin Luther King Jr. stand on the questions of Israel. And this quote gets mixed up a lot because there is that the there is that exact quote, and then there is oh, where is the the other quote? Just give me a second. Here we go. Peace for Israel means security, and we must stand with all our might to protect its right to exist. 
its territorial integrity. I see Israel as one of the great outposts of democracy in the world, and a marvelous example of what can be done, how desert land can be transformed into an oasis of brotherhood and democracy. Peace for Israel means security, and that security must be a reality. And those two quotes get confused? Well, here's the thing. That quote largely has been attributed to a op-ed written by the late John Lewis. Oh. <laughs> now, his op-ed places that back to a letter. A letter that is commonly known as the, quote, letter to an anti-Zionist friend. And the thing about it is, there's an archive that actually holds all of Dr. Martin Luther King's written correspondence, all his writings, and multiple searches have been completely unable to find this letter. Mm, access. <laughs> and so it, as, as it was being used and reused um, by multiple like pro-Israeli sources, there was also a pushback trying to find, trying to look for the sources of these and being unable to find it. Um, one of the ones was uh, a guy named Tim Wise did a bunch of uh, did a, bit, a bunch of writing on this, and there's there's, a, there's an interesting thing in that Tim Wise says that his according to his research, this apocryphal quote came from a book called "This I Believe: The Selections from the Writings of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr." Mm-hmm. There's only one problem. That book doesn't exist. <laughs> I was no like. Book. There's no book by that name. You're telling me that most of these people that create groups like the World Values Community usually Can... reference things that reference things that reference things that don't actually exist no, and hope you don't actually look it up? the wild thing is that the, the pro-Israeli people are using this quote and saying it's real. The guy Tim Wise is saying that it's not real, but it comes from this book. But the book he's citing also doesn't exist. What? <laughs> So like, please don't look too carefully. <laughs> no, 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 they're they're wrong. It's not real, but it does come from this book. Um, totally fictional. That book is absolutely that doesn't real. even exist as a parody. Uh, that is wild. <clears throat> I'm sorry, but can uh, you can you read the original quote again? Like the oh, it's don't talk like that when people criticize Zionists. They mean Jews. You're talking anti-Semitism. It's basically a shutdown of any complaints against uh, Israel. So yeah. here's the thing. It's a way to shut the conversation I've been down. doing more reading. Um, a lot of other people also say that this alleged dinner with, uh, with uh, Lipson, they also say this never happened. But there is actually a lot of evidence that suggests that it did happen. This was a real dinner. And that one of the people there was uh, a member of Harvard, Harvard faculty named Martin Peretz, who was a supporter of uh, a fairly radical, like, pro-Palestinian group called the SNNC. And they had done a lot of agitating on campus, but their flyers were saying things that Claiming things like Zionist terror gangs 
had slaughtered and mutilated women and children, which probably is correct. But then it goes into talking a lot about the Rothschilds and the Jewish banking conspiracies. Oh my goodness. So, the, the thing about this quote is it's completely contextless. So when they throw it into like ads like the New York Times ad, they can just say that he was saying it blanketly. But the most likely way that it was being used was he was talking to Martin Peretz about his support of the SNNC. And that the SNNC wasn't talking about anti-Israelism. They were just talking about anti-Semitism, which all the evidence seems to be saying they were. So this quote is a real quote, the first one. But its complete lack of context right. makes it easy to use as, uh, you know, pro-Israeli cover. As well as the fact that it, it gets obscured by these layers and layers of, wait, wait, this is fake. No, 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 this is fake. No, 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 this is fake. <laughs> All of this is fake. And it's... It's just very indicative of our... We don't... Honestly, it seems like most people don't really fucking care about what Martin Luther King actually said or his... The nuances of his stance. What they want is to use him as a, hey, this guy supported us. You should too. You want to be like Martin Luther King Jr.? We are legitimate. It... It's wild to me that that is, that he's the one. He's always the one. And I don't <laughs> fully understand, like, a black, a nonviolent black man said this. And so it's, and it's like, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Like, also, he was. This doesn't seem on brand. He was just a man, also. Like. <laughs> well, the thing is, he has this perfect confluence of being extremely recognizable extremely yeah. quotable and extremely dead so he can't defend himself at all <laughs> nobody's so he's, he's to not going to correct anyone yeah it's like he's not going to say hey don't use unborn. my don't There's use nothing... my quotes in that fucking car commercial you fuck <laughs> i wish he would i wish I he really would wish just he would. come back i wish he would come back from the dead and punish us all <laughs> but also like the amazing specifically like with christians who are who know nothing about any of the situation that's happening except for that it includes Israel and Palestine. And Oh boy, that's a doozy. And they hear Zion, like they're all about it. Like just it's just a tag word really to them. If they hear MLK and Zion, like, oh my gosh, they're on board. And that's oh, it's so scary. <laughs> it's terrifying. So that's what I got. It was just a weird weird ass rabbit hole that i fell down and i was just like i don't understand what's happening i'm still thrown by the book like i'll be thinking about that for a while it's so wild (laughs) oh man i'm still stuck on the fact that that guy isn't divorced (laughs) (laughs) well you know i because the trajectory was kosher sex kosher adultery Kosher, how do I talk to my kids about what's happening in life? And kosher, broken man in America. Like, that's spelled divorce. No, that's, that's, um, like, that's like perfect energy because it's like, 
it's that kind of like i'm a real alpha i'm here to fix the shitty beta ass american males mm-hmm. i'm gonna show you the real kosher alpha moves <laughs> he's the ligma male ligma ball the real kosher alpha moves love it <laughs> Oh man, it's so weird to see people's like knock off gender theory with like sigma males and shit. Sigma like, males are the funniest. Right. They're like, no, 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 no. I could definitely get women if I wanted to. I just don't want to. Okay, I'm busy doing other stuff. I'm just so stuff. apathetic because <laughs> blase is cool, right? It's like, no, you're just lazy. So sure, funny. Connor. <laughs> sure. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> I have something to say. Yeah, go for it. I have yeah. something to say. It's very important. Um, uh-huh. It won't take long. I recently went to the San Diego Zoo. <laughs> and <laughs> and that's it. No, I went to the San Diego Zoo. And it was a great time. I, I had such a great time there. But I have a huge question. And I need somebody to answer it for me because it's literally going to drive me crazy. Um, we were in the Northern Exposure um, exhibit area and there were polar bears so we were watching the polar bears and they were swimming and then we just walked up a little bit and right next to the polar bear enclosure there was one small enclosure with only one animal in it and it was a raccoon and I nobody is as upset as myself and my friend who went to San Diego with me as this about this but why was there a raccoon in the zoo first of all like not in a petting zoo <laughs> In the normal part of the zoo, in the northern exposure, where they had, like, penguins and polar bears and one raccoon who looked like he also didn't think he belonged there. And so... Who's the diversity <laughs> hire? I looked... They didn't give him a name. Like, all the other animals in this zoo have names. He had no name. And... Uh... I, I just feel like the they found is, him. He wasn't supposed to be in that cage, but they're like, we gotta open the zoo today. And we're like, we're missing an animal. Put a fucking raccoon in there. It'll be fine. They don't know. Hey, grab the raccoon that's usually sitting in the trash can outside the cafe. <laughs> I got him. I got him. He didn't run very fast. He's pretty fucking fast. It's either the best scam like on the raccoons part like look at me i'm living in a zoo meals paid for he's like i can't believe they let me lie on my resume and still hire me but he was also like scratching around the back like i don't know this doesn't seem this hey he got stage fright it's okay it felt like a new development for him and <laughs> i then had to look to be there. <laughs> I had He's to like, look at it. Why am I, I here like, in this that's, penguin that's enclosure? Fail- <laughs> that's failing upwards, bud. I, I looked it up. I was like, I mean, does does California have raccoons? Like, because the idea <laughs> that they would put a raccoon in the zoo next to the polar bears, I was like, okay, well maybe maybe they don't have raccoons here, and they do because of course they do. <laughs> He's like, I gotta leave. They told me. I was like, I thought it was casual. No. It was business casual. <laughs> Look at these guys in tuxes. I need to get this I'm so embarrassed. We didn't boss, have like boss. Possums. What are we gonna do? All our penguins I'm have fallen so in love with anime cardboard cutouts. <laughs> just throw a, a raccoon in there every time. <laughs> I just I wanna know. So dear San Diego Zoo. I <laughs> Dear San Diego Zoo, please listen to our podcast. <laughs> This is an open letter. I, I just want to know. Send a letter to our friend at the San Diego dude. 
I won't judge you, probably. I just want to know why. Have you no shame? Second, why? (laughs) I paid over $60 to go to that zoo, and there was a raccoon. In the penguin enclosure. I honestly, I would probably enjoy that a lot. I, he was. <laughs> I don't see a problem here. I didn't pay like, sixty I... bucks for any zoo. Did you also see penguins? I did see penguins. Then see, you got exactly what you paid for. No, I did not. <laughs> you got a little not. extra. A little extra. <laughs> Here's the thing. I love raccoons. Raccoons are one I of my raccoons. favorite animals because they are always a little surprised at their own existence. One. <laughs> and like <Me> too. they <laughs> same. Like I'm just yes. Most I, relatable creatures. I relate to raccoons, but I also just have a lot of questions about them being because like, they didn't have like like I okay. Also, don't tell <laughs> anybody this. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> Um, I promise not to tell anyone. I brought a coin purse full of quarters in case there was a koi pond that had fish pellets to the zoo. Like, I specifically brought this on my vacation to bring to the zoo. I had a purse, but I brought a coin purse in addition to that with quarters (laughs) to feed the koi. There was no koi pond. Well, there might have been a koi pond, but I couldn't feed them. Um, there weren't like normal, like there weren't like donkeys or, or like, like, I just, I can't conceptualize why there was a wreck. I was <laughs> really hoping that there was a koi pond, but there was no feeders. So you just threw quarters at these <laughs> guys. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, oh, there they go. I fed koi. They would eat a coin if it floated long enough. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and that is absolutely. how I got escorted right. out of the San Diego Zoo. <laughs> Had a great time. Ten out of ten. Yeah, you got kicked out of that place faster than a guy with like a t-shirt can full of quarters at a strip club. Paid like thirty bucks for Taipei Zoo just to watch a orangutan contemplate suicide. Oh, oh. Excuse me. I was thinking of the time because, like, when you said the raccoon, my mind immediately went to. That guy. Oh God! I think it was like 2013 or something. There was. There was a Chinese zoo with a lion enclosure, mm. and it was a shaved dog. It was oh. a dog that was shaved in such a way that it had a mane, and they like they used like the like the temporary paint like hair dye stuff oh, no. to like paint it the right color, and it got away with it for like a week. <laughs> that dog was living. I respect that, that. Dog. <laughs> that dog was just so happy. People were so happy to see that dog. <laughs> yeah, I am a um, fucking lion. And then he couldn't deal with living that lie anymore. And uh, hey, so I wondered. I was like, what are they replacing with the raccoon? Well, who's to say? Look at this very furry penguin. Here's the thing: I couldn't find. We we searched for the lions and we couldn't find them. So I think the um that exhibit might have been closed. But like. If you had Maybe found they it, were. it would have been filled with raccoons. It's just raccoons. They're like, we got rid of the lions. What do we have to substitute for that? Um, I found this raccoon out by the dumpsters yesterday. I've been feeding him. He's pretty friendly. We can probably get him into one of these little cages things. So uh, There used to be a guy who... pretty adaptable. Who, uh... He ate all the koi fish food. <laughs> That's why they don't have it. God damn it. <laughs> They're like, you like eating fish, huh? Well, you know where to put you. <laughs> <laughs> Here's 
everyone in here likes eating fish too. I wouldn't be as upset if he had a name. Like if they would have given him a name and made it seem like he was supposed to. We called him Rocky (laughs) because, but every single other animal had names. They were like, yeah, Jacinda, the direct, that wasn't her name. I forget what her name was, like Sharon or something. But like they were, everybody else had names except for this fucking raccoon. I, so yeah, San Diego Zoo, if you could just like send me a quick email. I will not say my Let email. Let us know what here. that raccoon's name is. Yeah, I need to know what the raccoon's name is. I need to know his story. Why are there no raccoon um, stuffies in the gift shop is another question I have. If he's going to be one part of your exhibit, you need to have stuffies. Um, <laughs> and I think that's. Can we call him it. Kosher Dan? No. And lastly, you should be ashamed of yourselves. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I demand a refund. And also, after all the <laughs> terrible things we've discussed so far, San Diego Zoo <laughs> is the biggest criminal. Get some koi feeders. <laughs> there are very disappointed people out there who come to your zoo to feed the koi. I have to go to Adventureland to do it, and that's upsetting. <laughs> Wait, Adventureland has koi fish? Yeah, they have that little um, holy shit bridge. Well, they have well they have fish. I don't know that they're koi fish, but you can, but you can feed them. Swimming below the surface, so I sort of assume they are fish, crabs. You're actually Um. feeding like the Innsmouth people. (laughs) Horrible fish monsters, just like. (sighs) I mean, that's fine as long as I get a place to put my quarters. We're good. And that Please, has stop been... eating a quarter. <laughs> so, um, I can't digest this. One last thing. If I'm going to what? talk about Palestine, I should make at least some kind of tepid call to action. Um, if okay. you want to learn more or really see like a first-hand glimpse into what goes on daily in Gaza, there's an excellent documentary on YouTube that is actually it's actively being censored. Like, if you look up the name Gaza Fights for Freedom, you won't find it in the search results. But if you go to the Empire Files and go to their YouTube page, you can watch a full documentary. It's an excellent documentary. I highly recommend it. Okay. And also, learn more about BDS. BDS is not... Don't listen to critics. The BDS is not what you think it is. You should be... You should be actively supporting BDS... Just do your research. Don't let the McDonald's franchise fool you. They are not the Travis Scott of K-pop music. They're much better. <laughs> what? Wow. What? <laughs> no, don't explain it. And with that, that has been another episode. Only true fans will understand. <laughs> K-pop itself. Oh, Duh. K-pop itself. <laughs> Uh, bye. Once again, thanks for having me. Bye. <laughs> God. <laughs> so long. More, 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 more.